0: Where Nobody Knows Your Name is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Nope. Hello and welcome to another episode of Where Nobody Knows Your Name, a Cheers podcast. My name's Troy. And my name is James.
1: Yes. You sounded unsure about that. Oh, it's been a long day. But <laughs> never never fret, we got another episode of Cheers for you to talk about. Right, we have
0: yeah, this is episode 22 of season six, Slumber Party Massacred. It first aired on the 24th of March in 1988, it's directed by James Burroughs. And who was it written by, James? Uh, Thief Sutton, one of your favourite writers of Cheers. I think he's written a couple that you've discussed. Aye. It is good. It is good. So yeah, cold open. We're at a bar and Vera calls up asking for Norm. And she turns out she can't find the fire extinguisher. She's looking for something. Needs a little help. Norm, where is it? Norm suggests several places where it could be. This is before we find out that it's a fire extinguisher, which is what makes the delivery of the line she was looking for the fire extinguisher so funny because of the list of options he gives for it to potentially be
1: pantry, bathroom. I Oh no, Vera! Just calm down. Yeah,
0: <laughs> could be anywhere. Don't worry. How can you don't lose a fire extinguisher? Like it's not like it's a set of keys, is it? They're they're big things. Yeah. Pretty, like, pretty hefty. <laughs> yeah. Sam then asked if there was a fire in the house and uh, he says, oh, I didn't ask. Maybe I should have checked.
1: <laughs> Classic norm.
0: But yeah. I, I don't know how you lose a fire extinguisher. That's that's mental.
1: Maybe it was among things disguised as fire extinguishers.
0: What, what else would you have in your house that looks like a fire extinguisher? Bin. A bin. Yeah. A red Bin. Red bin. Like a big with a big sort of hose thing on the end of it,
1: you know, for disposal disposal hose. You know what? <laughs> that's that's your story, and you're sticking to it. I, I I think Norm just went nah, Vera Vera can handle herself. As soon as she's found the extinguisher, she'll be all right. She'll be right. She'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> she don't, she don't need me. She's a strong, independent woman.
0: Strong, independent woman. She don't need no Norm. <laughs> So we go into the the main bulk of the episode, and Rebecca comes in and she rings the bell behind the bar uh, as everyone is in the middle of watching uh, a game on the TV. And she announces that she's getting rid of the TV. How dare she? Big sighs and and boos and and tuts, but actually it turns out that she's getting a bigger one and it can directly hook up to cable sports, and everyone's happy.
1: That's good, isn't it? 27-inch as well. That's sizable for the 80s. For,
0: For a TV back then, that was... That was peak.
1: Uh, another question, which you might like. When did HBO first start showing subscription sports? I had no idea.
0: I didn't know HBO showed subscription sports. Subscription sports? Subscription sports from um, HBO. HBO, subscription sports. That's the worst Sean Connery impression going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had no idea they did. I just associate HBO with what they do now. Them what they have. Than
1: Nudity bit. and violence. And just, yeah,
0: pish. <laughs> when, when did they start
1: giving uh, giving uh, us early sports? 70s? Huh.
0: Yeah. Okay. From fat. Love that. So yeah, they're, they're getting a big old TV, uh, much to everyone's delight. Norm says that they can then watch the, I think it's like the welterweight or something boxing match. But he gives a name of both the boxers. And I can't remember what they're called, but it turns out that they're both called Rodriguez. And the other guy at the bar asks who his money's on. And he says Rodriguez. It's a safe bet.
1: Safe bet. Uh, it's what's it called? Turn the line? So you bet it equally down. on both sides? Sitting on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> non-committal. One
0: of the other patrons at the bar says something about one of the Rodriguez is having a, a glass jaw, which is a, a boxing term for just like a weak chin. But that then brings in Woody who says something about, was it his auntie? Or no, his was uncle it, or someone? Someone <laughs> had a glass eye and used to use it to scare the cat. <laughs> I mean, that'd be terrifying.
1: There's a joke from friends and it's a Phoebe line and I think Phoebe lines are great because like Woody's, they're just nonsensical and a bit disturbing. <laughs> but always meant with the best of intent. Yeah, exactly. Where I think it's, Monica says, aren't you tired of guys keeping one eye on the TV while you're having sex? And Phoebe goes, you dated a guy with a glass eye too? (laughs) Good stuff.
0: (laughs) We then get uh, Frasier, Lilith and Dorothy. Dorothy is one of Lilith's old school friends uh, or college friends, I believe. They come into the bar and Frasier clearly needs a strong drink as he explains to everyone uh, that Dorothy is non-stop talking talks about the same thing i think it's something to do with uh, whatever she's studying i think she's doing a phd or something like that but he's tired of hearing about it and it's all he's heard all day uh, and i think he orders something fairly strong
1: she's writing her dissertation on the Comuneros uprising in paraguay during the 1700s she can't talk about anything else <laughs> believe me when you've heard one bruno de zabala joke you've heard them all <laughs>
0: Carla then comes in and asks Sam if he can come over for dinner it, which <laughs> I mean obviously he didn't get why she was asking him to come around for dinner um, you as a viewer did um, but just to kind of see his reaction in like we we can't do that. We can't go for dinner. But it turns out that she needs him there. He clearly doesn't want to, and nor do any of the other guys at the bar, and they all disappear
1: very, very quickly. She wants him to come over because her and Eddie need to practice their social skills. Yeah. Because <laughs> Eddie's, new, Eddie's new boss is coming over, and Eddie's new boss is Circus King, isn't the correct term, but I forgot the actual job Circus title. King? Yeah, what's the title? Ringmaster. Ring- oh, okay, okay. Circus King. Why Circus not? King.
0: <laughs> and so, as I say, the the rest of the guys disperse from the bar one minute. Sam turns around and they're all there the next. And they say, thanks for hogging the invitation to Carla's house. Carla then pops up and says, there's one more if you want it. Um, a surprise Carla appears. <laughs> a wild Carla from behind the bar. And so, yeah, we then see Sam arrive uh, at Carla's house for dinner. There's... Her husband, and then her son, and I believe her son's partner. Good old Anthony and Annie, yeah. The food's on the table. For a moment, it almost felt like someone was going to say grace, but the husband, Eddie says, okay. And it's it's just all systems go. It's everyone grabbing a bowl, everyone grabbing a plate, serving themselves, and Sam cannot
1: get a hand on a plate for love nor money. It reminds me of Christmas. In the Marshall household. Uh, just like, get a bowl. I mean, if someone leaves their hand out, you know, okay, they want food, but it is very much uh, not, not this kind of, oh, would you like this? Would you like this? It's like every, every man for himself. You, you know what you want. If someone asks for it, you give it them because that's polite and it's Christmas. But... Yeah, it's not. There's no order to it necessarily. Nah, just just get in, get in where you can. Sam
0: didn't clear, clearly didn't get the memo on that, and he ends up with just a solitary sprout on his plate well
1: that is a special if ever i heard one that's <laughs> sprout surprise That in a smaller cabbage <laughs> she says
0: something along the lines of feeling okay about things i've got a husband that sells windows and i have kids that aren't in prison i mean i guess that's what we all want isn't it
1: i mean it is it is something to aspire to
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i take care of my kids <laughs> You're supposed to, you dumb fool. <laughs> the kids joke about her being a grandparent. Sam says, surely that's you're not cut out for that. You don't want to be a grandma. And Carla says, actually, I, I think I do want to be one. And I think everyone will be pleasantly surprised when they see what a
1: sweet granny I'll be. And then Anthony says something which you'd probably never want to say to your mum. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised what a
0: sweet little old granny I'll be.
1: That's great, because I knocked up Annie Good. He says
0: it with abandon. Reckless abandon. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he announces that him and his partner are pregnant, and Carla absolutely loses it. Launches herself up and over the table. Uh, she, she is on the table, just trying to throttle Anthony. She, she launches herself across. She does. A husband tries to calm things down and says he's just waxed the table. Something picks her up in the kind of like semi-seated crouched position that she's in, like just like a baby, or like when you pick up a dog and they just don't move their limbs. Yeah,
1: he he, he picked her up with ease. <laughs> just, <laughs> get get. Get in your chair, Carla. Get on your naughty step. (laughs) There's a very awkward silence around the
0: table. No one wanting to say a word. Sam tries to break the ice by chatting to uh, the husband about cars. And Carla obviously doesn't want to drop the subject and keeps verbally going at it with Anthony, um, which culminates in her breaking a a large baguette or bread roll (laughs) over his head. So (laughs) Italian. (laughs) So Italian. She's fuming. Uh, They step out. Uh, She thinks her life is over. And she says that she's going to her room to wait for the angel of death. (laughs) Not not melodramatic at all, because she's old. (laughs) We then go back to the bar where Frasier is clearly losing the will to live, uh, having to listen to yet another one of Dorothy's stories, tales that she's been endlessly spouting since uh since they all met. We then see Rebecca escorting a, a temp waitress from the back for serving drinks with her blouse open. And Rebecca says this is the fourth one that they've had to get rid of.
1: There are you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then as she makes her way back towards uh the center of the bar after getting rid of the, the temp waitress, there's various complaints, requests coming in from different patrons. And she really can't deal with it and is really seeing why she's not cut out for bar work and how much they're missing Carla behind the bar. Carla's at home wallowing. Wallowing in self pity of impending grandma doom.
1: <laughs> she, That's what I'm calling it. Wallowing in the paddling pool of self pity and uh, arthritis <laughs> or <laughs> so, something like that. Before we see old Carla, shall we talk about the cast? Yeah. B.B. Neurth as Dr. Lilith Sternen, J. Thomas as Eddie Lebeck, Elizabeth Ruscio as Dorothy. Chaucer appeared in Nuts Landing, St. Elsewhere, Columbo, L.A. Law, ER, Seventh Heaven, Six Feet Under, Nip Tuck, and many more. Mandy Ingber as Annie Tortelli and Timothy Williams as Anthony Tortelli. This is their last episode, Troy, which is sad. It is. They featured in the the spinoff, though, didn't they? They did. They were main characters in the spinoff, The Tortellis of which we've discussed the pilot episode as our bonus episodes. So, you know, check that out over on Patreon or subscribe via Anchor and Spotify to bonus episodes. Patreon gives you a little bit more uh, tasty content behind the scenes from us, but the bonus episodes are available on a subscription basis through both. Nice, Cynthia Sonj, which is a fantastic
0: name. Name?
1: (laughs) (laughs) As Cherry, which is the uh, blouseless... Barmaid? Sure. Sure. She also worked in The Bionic Woman, The Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat, The Tick, Extreme Ghostbusters, Max Steel, The Jackie Chan Adventures, and many more. Hugh McGuire as Hugh, Peter Shiner as Pete, Michael Noel as customer number one. He also appeared in The Tortellis and It's a Living. Noreen Hennessy as customer number two. She also appeared in Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, L.A. Law, Karina Karina, and many more. Tori Hansen as customer number three. This was his TV and film debut. also appeared in Wings, Dark Drive, and then took a break for 15 years before appearing in Water Walk, Crisis, Empire, The Exorcist, as in the TV show Chicago Fire, Fargo, Candyman, and more. That's your cast.
0: That's your cast. Back to the episode. We then see Woody and Cliff come into the bar, and they've tried to chase after Carla and cheer her up. But for their troubles, Cliff gets a rock thrown at his head by Carla. From down the street.
1: <laughs> he didn't even enter the house. Quite the throw on her. <laughs> Maybe she's the relief pitcher. <laughs>
0: Sam then suggests doing something to take her back to her teen years. Rebecca suggests getting her pregnant, and Cliff says, that's already been done to death.
1: <laughs> oh! Wow. Oh! Wow!
0: Oh, Cliff, you're trying to rub salt into those old wounds, are you? There. Ooh. <laughs> Sam then suggests a slumber party. Uh, Rebecca says she'll help arrange it, but then doesn't actually know what you have to do to arrange one. Uh, Lilith offers to talk to one of her patients who is of a similar age uh, and apparently knows all about how to do a slumber party.
1: Do they research it, though, don't they? <laughs> they have a very clinical approach to a slumber party, which is amusing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had, it's an American thing a slumber party, but I've had sleepovers of mates, but I've certainly not had to go into any tactical planning. Just rocked out of a sleeping bag and
1: you don't don't bring blueprints. Yeah,
0: show up. <laughs> yeah, straightforward. So yeah, they 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 get to planning, they get to researching. Fraser says that uh, Lilith and Dorothy uh, should attend as well, pretty much so that
1: they can get out of his hair, basically. <laughs> Get rid, Lilith. Lilith, we're married now, but uh, your friend, oh, she's yeah. staying. her welcome.
0: <laughs> we then cut to Carla's house and Rebecca, Dorothy and Lilith arrive to set up for the slumber party. Uh, Carla's husband lets them in uh, under the cover of night Whilst Carla is in her room at the back, wallowing in in self-pity, they chuck their sleeping bag down, and they've got some some oars and, and various other bits and pieces. They,
1: and they've got pigtails and uh, like college jumpers. They have. Yeah.
0: She won't come out of her room, however. Her husband shouts, you know, come out, there's, there's something I want to discuss. She says, nope, not coming out. He says, I'd like to discuss about your gravesite. She says, I'll be right there. Uh, he, d- he does a little shrug. Just, oh, just... <laughs> she then comes out in her nightgown, babushka, isn't she? babushka, a black headscarf and sunglasses. She's she's gone full babushka.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a look. So basically, they're like, hey, Carla, we're here to have a slumber party, and she goes, oh uh, yeah. Well, I disagree. And she goes, uh... she tells her husband to get the gun. <laughs> just, uh, oh, just give us an hour. You got an hour. All right, that's that's all you have. One hour. One hour of power. One hour to uh, cram in all slumber party ex- activities. Whip out
0: the list. I mean, the list sounds dreadful. Rebecca starts reading off the things that they've got planned to do, which included pillow fights, telling scary stories, doing each other's hair, other things that don't sound at all entertaining. Carla clearly agrees with me because... They just decide to move straight to the pillow fight because she has no interest in anything else. Um, well, you say it's a pillow fight. Someone just yeets a pillow into her face. Yeah, it's, face. it's yeah, it's, it's not. It's not a competitive fight, is it? <laughs> it's a very
1: one-sided pillow fight. It's it's a pillow mugging.
0: A pillow mugging. Bats around the head, and uh, so if you do that again. They'll be drawing chalk round you. <laughs> <laughs> she is not to be trifled with at the moment as our Carla. We then go back to the bar and we see Woody trying to set up the TV. Evidently he doesn't know what he's doing. However, he finds a VHS that explains to them how to set up the TV. Oh just put it in
1: the just put it in the TV then.
0: Easy, But they can't watch it because it's not set up. Oh, it's what- the old it's the old causal loop. Course or loop. What are they doing now? Woody suggest setting up the TV in order to watch the video so they don't know what to do. Oh dear, oh dear. Poor
1: Woody. Just clueless. It'd be useful if they had some kind of, I don't know, printed instructions. <laughs> <laughs> That's a novel idea. Yeah.
0: Rebecca then calls the bar and suggests that the guys come over, crash a slumber party because it is not going to plan. Sam is hesitant. Yeah, I mean, I'd be hesitant. Especially not when it's centered around Carla, given the mood that she's in.
1: Dyson with Death walking in there—that is quite the the danger zone—is is Carla's Carla's house. She already threatened the gun. I'd just be like, "That'll do for me. I'm out." Yeah, let's give her a, <laughs> let's give her a safe distance. If she feels old, then let her feel old. It doesn't really affect me, <laughs> <You know? laughs> So we go
0: back to Carla's house, and it looks dull as hell with some forced fun. Leathers getting her hair back combed because. That was apparently a thing to do. Oh, just big
1: old hair, wasn't
0: it? I've got big hair, and it's a nightmare. No pun in no pun. Didn't even mean that to rhyme, but it is. I don't know why you'd intentionally comb it up to that state.
1: I can't think of a reason. Maybe you're trying to impersonate a hench cat. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. You know, you know, like what cats do when they're trying to look big?
0: Yeah. or like when you stick your fingers in a plug socket. I don't know. Either one of them are looks.
1: It's the Susie and the Banshees look, isn't it? <laughs> Just... That's it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sam is potentially swayed uh, to come into the slumber party by Rebecca saying, well, no, actually, he's not even swayed at all. Rebecca pleads and he says, you're sexy when you're desperate, which is like, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, wind it in, mate.
0: Come on. <laughs> so yeah, it was, was some convincing. He comes round with the guys. They make quite the entrance. They do. Just before they do, scary stories are next on the list of activities. Carla says that her life is a scary story. Yeah, we get it, Carla. (laughs) (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) The doorbell then rings and the boys rock up doing a terrible barbershop quartet rendition of, I don't remember what the song is. It's Duke of Earl.
1: Duke of Earl. Duke, Duke of Earl, Duke, Duke Duke of Earl. No, let's hear them do it. That...
0: Carla says, it isn't working. Nothing's working. Everyone needs to stop trying to please her and cheer her up and she wants them to leave her alone. So they decide to leave her alone. But Carla and Sam have a nice little heart-to-heart, which is quite sweet.
1: Yeah, because I think out of all the cast, they've known each other the longest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he just says, you know where I am. You can call me if you need. And yeah, it was very sweet. So just when you think that's the end of the episode, no, no, our dear Cliff comes back in because he's forgotten his jacket. And as he leans down to get his jacket, he splits his pants Oh, Cliff, what are you like? Oh, dear, what are you like? He says apparently it's not the first time it's happened either. So get some new trousers maybe? Stop sewing up the same old ones? I mean, it's happened to the best of us. It happened to me at a festival once, uh, and I I just had to own it and and walk around for the rest of the weekend because guess what? I didn't bring my sewing kit to a festival.
1: Yeah, no, it happened to me when I was in uh, this city in Poland, Biedkosz and mm. it's it's one of the less touristy cities so my polish is very limited and there weren't many who spoke enough english so i was like well i'm just guess i'm going to just have ripped jeans for <laughs> the next week or so <laughs> this however cracks
0: carla up and she bursts out laughing as cliff leaves and we end with a smiling carla which is nice
1: it is nice i find it odd that she was that amused so easily yeah but it was nice to see her smile yeah maybe it's because it's fueled by her hatred of cliff though wow there's that yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything to laugh at his misfortune speaking of cliff i think he's delivered some post to us Ooh, let's have a shuffle through see what we've got as usual, before we open our letters, we have to give a shout-out to our norms on Patreon. So this goes out to Treb Curry. If you want that special norm treatment, then check out our Patreon page for that and so much more. Should I start? Go on, mate. Throw me over a zinger. What are the names of the two sports people? First names and their nicknames. Not Rodriguez.
0: <laughs> Rodriguez and Rodriguez.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, I can't remember.
0: The... No, I can't remember. It's The Something and The side. It, it amused me. I remember that much, but I can't remember what it's called.
1: Hector the Hammer Rodriguez and Julio the Hacker Rodriguez. That's it. The Hacker. Yeah. <laughs> My money's on Rodriguez. What is Dorothy Greenberg doing her dissertation on?
0: Uh, something dark and horrible. The equivalent of something slavery
1: or... Something not nice. Yeah, the Comuneros uprising in Paraguay during the 1700s. That's it. Riveting, yeah. rich, Oof. and compelling. <laughs> what is Lilith's prescription? The combat fear of aging.
0: Oh. Uh, like a
1: martini or something like that. <laughs> Heavy doses of Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh, that was it. Of course it is, because she sings Proud Mary to herself.
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep
1: terribly big wheel keep on turning (laughs) proud mary keep on burning (laughs) rolling 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 on the river uh that's on our playlist by the way uh play it again sand the definitive cheers playlist we've got the original Proud mary on there uh much with much more pizzazz than lilith oh yeah. yeah yeah
0: much more oomph and pep
1: that's the last
0: call. I enjoyed this episode. I did. It wasn't nice watching Carla kind of spiral down, but it was nice to see her friends try and rally round and support her and bring her back up again. And it was nice to see her end the episode with a smile.
1: It was interesting seeing how heavily they addressed, I suppose, ageing and more mm. the fear of it. And how, you know, when your kids have kids of their own, I think that's the time when a lot of people realise how old they actually are you know yeah. and that's the point where they go nope we are old i'm a grandparent i can't pretend i'm not old anymore mm. yeah that's it i'd say for most people when they become grandparents they go like well i'll crack out uh, the the word those originals and <laughs> 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 and the crossword
0: the crossword <laughs> and a glass of
1: perno <laughs> oh, my dad's already embracing that he it gets to november and he's like oh i'll have a sherry i'm like it's not Christmas yet.
0: Nah, I've always got time for a sherry. Always got time for a sherry. I don't care if it's December, January, or August. Whatever month may, I'll have a sherry and some cheese. Cheese, crackers, sherry. Cheese is good all year long. It is. Part of your, part of your five a day, those are. Yep.
1: Cheese, <laughs> steak, beer. That's the sherry. <laughs> And Haribo. Well, that's a way to end the episode, I guess. (laughs) Uh,
0: How special? Solitary Sprout? Solitary Sprout. Yeah. Yeah. Solitary Sprout and some s'mores.
1: Mmm. That is a quaint meal, that is. (laughs) And with that, you'll have to feast on that to bide you over until next week's episode. So uh, good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.